Welcome to the Dry Bones Ministries podcast. Each week, we'll bring you inspiring homilies and powerful stories from real Catholics, all about the truth, goodness, and beauty of Christ and His Church. If you're interested in supporting the work that we're doing, you can visit drybonespgh.org or follow us on social media at drybonespgh. Thanks for joining us. We hope that you are reminded of how much the Lord loves you and that you hear His invitation for you to come to life. Morning again, everybody. Happy Easter to you. Folks, why is there so much joy at Easter? There's so much, even nature seems to be screaming out, right? The joy at Easter. Here's the deal. Because something incomparably good that was totally unexpected happened. At Easter, something incomparably good that was totally unexpected happened, right? It's why we love underdogs, because they're not expected to win. And then they win and we go crazy. How many of you saw the Gonzaga game last night? That's why I'm super groggy, right? I'm like... I stayed up late, but I couldn't believe it, right? What happens when that shot goes in? If anybody didn't see it, right, it's all tied up in overtime. The Final Four Championship Monday night. He launches a shot from half court, and it's like all time stop. It's like, you know, is it going to fall? And it banks in, bank shot, right? And the coach afterwards is like, I knew it was going. And it was like, yeah, right, buddy, right? But here's the deal. Like, everybody lost their minds, Right. Just lost the baby, grown men crying. Strangers are hugging each other. Babies were conceived that night. This is sorry. Took it a little too far, I guess. But like, this is what we do. Totally unexpected, incomparably good happened. I went back to the University of Buffalo. That's where I used to play football. Uh, About five years ago, we were playing Syracuse, right? I hadn't been back to a game since I graduated. We were 27-point underdogs. So I'm sitting in the stands the whole time, praying my rosary under the covers. (laughs) We won on a Hail Mary pass. Like, I'm not kidding. We lost our minds, right? We were like in our upper 30s at that point. We literally stormed the field. I jumped on one of my buddy's backs, right? Like, yeah, we won. People are like, is that a priest? I'm like, don't worry about it. Incomparably good. That's totally unexpected. I lived in Rome for five years. Two years in, I had not seen my family. So I showed up and surprised my mom. It was a terrible idea. (laughs) Kids don't do that. Everybody was in on it, even my dad. He slept on the couch till this day, right? My mom didn't know. I hadn't seen, can you imagine you moms? I had not seen my mother in two years. And then I show up at the doorstep. I ring the doorbell and they get my mom to answer the door. It's Easter Sunday morning. She opens the door, screams, and slams the door shut right in my face. I was like, okay, you know. She could open the door back up and she just, she literally was touching me and hugging me. And I said, Mom, 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 it's me, right? Incomparably good. It was totally unexpected. Don't do that to your parents. I almost gave her a heart attack, right? See, they didn't expect it. Incomparably good. That's totally unexpected. That's when like true joy just bursts forth, right? Like those lilies, it just, it just bursts forth. When something incomparably good that was totally unexpected happened, and they didn't expect it, the resurrection. See, we expect it, but I want you for a second, put yourself in their shoes. We expect, we know when Ash Wednesday and Lent begins, we know when 40 days Easter comes. We know when we pray these stations of the cross around the church, right? We know there's an empty tomb at the end. We know when we pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary, the glorious are going to follow. They didn't know it. They didn't know it. 
Just put yourself in their shoes for a minute. Can you imagine the despair, folks? They had literally left everything. They put everything on this Jesus that he was going to restore the kingdom to Israel. It was like, and then he gets captured and crucified. A few days ago, he came into the city triumphant. Everybody's saying, hail the son of David. Hail the king of the, it was going great. You imagine their shock, their disappointment. And humiliated. Everybody in their town sort of known, you followed the rabbi, the humiliation, the shame, the disaster. What were they going to do? They couldn't go back to their normal lives. They had left their homes, their livelihoods. They'd left their family. They left everything. Early Sunday morning. It's like this. It's that just as the sun started to come up. So at, at daybreak, they certainly had not slept that whole night. Who goes to the tomb? Same women at the cross except for the Blessed Mother. Why didn't the Blessed Mother go to the tomb the next morning? Because in her heart of hearts she knew he wasn't there. Mary, Mary Magdalene, the mother of James, Solomon, they go to the tomb. And this is what they're going to the tomb to do. It says they're carrying spices. What were spices for? To anoint the body. They didn't expect to find anything but the dead body of Jesus. They're on their way, carrying the spices, crying, exhausted, worn out. And then they're asking each other, you heard in the scripture, who, who, who's going to roll the stone away for us? And then she looks up, Mary Magdalene. And the stone is rolled away. And I love this detail. In the Gospel of Matthew, we read the Gospel of Mark. In the Gospel of Matthew, it says that the angel was sitting on the stone. You know what that little detail is included in there for? It's so that you would know that there is no stone in your life that is too big for God to roll away. He's sitting on the stone as if to say, what, was this too big? There's no stone in your life that is too big for God to roll away. The stone is symbolic of all those things that keep us trapped in death, our anxiety, our fear, our worry, our sins, our lusts, our gluttony, our greed, our jealousies, our envies, our comparisons, all those things that get us trapped in our fear. What's your stone? All the guys are thinking about their mother-in-laws. <laughs> all the mother-in-laws are now looking at their son-in-laws like, really? <laughs> There's no stone in your life that's too big for God to roll away. I had crippling anxiety for 20 years of my life. He rolled it away. I wish he rolled it away in like 10 years ago. But there's no stone in your life that's too big for God to roll away. And so they're in the tomb and there's no body of Jesus. I love what the angel asks. Anytime there's a question in scripture, you got to pay really good attention. This is my favorite line in all of scripture. I only have like a thousand favorite lines in all of scripture, right? But this line is so powerful. This is what the angel asks the women. Why are you seeking the living one among the dead? Isn't that beautiful? Why do you seek the living one among the dead? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the I am the way, the truth, and the... In John 10, 10, he said, I came that you may have life 
and have it to the full. He is the author of life himself, the one through whom all things are made and who sustains all things in existence is the alpha that is the beginning and the omega, the end. Why do you seek the living one? He lives among the dead. And then they ask this final, the, the angel says this final thing. He's not here. He has been raised. And what is here? Here's a tomb. And a tomb is where dead people hang out. And he ain't dead, so he's not here. Why so much joy at Easter? Incomparably good that was totally unexpected. Why so much joy at Easter, folks? Because whether we fully understand it or not, and who can fully understand this, our destiny has been changed from eternal death to eternal life, which means this, that whatever sufferings and difficulties you've been through, whatever trials you're going through now, and whatever sufferings you're going to endure for the rest of your life, they don't get the final say. It literally is all going to be okay. Because soon, in a brief moment, we can live in eternal bliss where there's no more sorrow, no more tears, no more fear, no more broken relationships. That the only thing we will know for all eternity is perfect happiness. That's what Christ has won for us at Easter. All we have to do, all we have to do in this life, folks, is grasp the outstretched hand of Jesus the victor. His hand is stretched out to you. He will not force you to take it. All you have to do and I have to do is grasp the outstretched hand of the victor. Let him take you out of your particular tomb and lead you to eternal life. Amen? Okay, please stay.